I am still living with your ghost Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast I don't want to be your downtown I don't want to be your stupid game With my big black boots and an old suitcase I do believe I'll find myself a new up everybody this is casey bowles with the texas meltdown episode 11 who'd have thought we would made it this far we are brought to you by fat jack's oyster and sports bar best ribeyes and oysters in east texas have really good live music thursday through saturday you can find them on state line avenue on the arkansas side next to the bowling alley we are also brought to you by robert Wittestatter, attorney and counselor of law and um you can reach him at 903-794-0093, or his office is on Texas Boulevard. We're also brought to you by TW Automotive, best mechanics in town. You can call Lee Welburn at 903-794-7593, and he'll get you fixed up. We have 30-point services for all your ventilating, heating, and air needs. You can reach them at 903 903- Two seven seven two nine nine nine. It's TJ Tellis. He's one of my good friends. And the Knighton Center for all your family and acute health care. Terry Knighton, FNP. Glad to call him one of my good friends. He always fixes me up whenever I need it. You reach him at 903-838-0444. All right, well, I'm going to let go of these plies. they all yours. <coughs> one, two. <coughs> Somebody's gone. I hate smoking right before I go to bed. I mean, like smoking a cigarette and laying down and going to sleep. You wake up in the morning, it just feels like you can barely even breathe. It's like your throat hole fucking gets clogged up with like the top.
taller or something. They say it's really bad to wake up and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, because like, your you veins wait. haven't, like, released yet. Your veins are still, well, like... Also, that's a bad... Like, if you're trying to quit smoking, it's better for it, to, for it not to hit you as soon as you get well, open your eyes. Like, because your body's used to getting that cigarette at that time. Yeah. Like, you're on a clock. Like, the other day, we were in a house, and, and we were trying to get out there before lunch. Shit started happening. Ended up getting pushed off, like, 1 o'clock. And I'm sitting there, and we got the front door open because I'm replacing... I'm changing out the doorknob. So this bitch goes in and turns the heater on. Fucking fly. This bitch goes and turns the heater on, and I got a vent blowing right on me. It. I can't even see the motherfucker. <coughs> I don't know if it's that important. He's gone now. It is, man. I had that vent on me. I was fucking sweating. I was shaking. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And I realized how it ended up being like 120. Like, I usually got two cigarettes in me like at lunchtime, like one on the way there and one on the way back. Cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Huh? I've been doing community service at church. Well, I take like a... I spend about 45 minutes in the bathroom every day because I don't have much to do. I'm trying to fuck off. Well, every time I go in there, I swear to you, I hear fucking music. I'll have my headphones on, like one headphone on. And you can hear something like the other And I'm taking it out. What the fuck, man? I've walked out. I've opened up the door. Nothing. I only hear it in the bathroom. It's Doris, man. Doris is following you to the church. Well, she was there. I carried her out. I had to deal carried with her in and carried her out. this one house God, I lived man. at. I don't know if it's something to do with the pops or what, dude. But every time you took a shower, you heard an alarm clock going off. Either that or like a fire alarm. Just ding, ding. I probably just have like a bad spirit inside you. Yeah. I fucking hope not. But I mean, that was the only time it you was. You should probably go find a priest or a shaman. Well, it hadn't happened since shaman. then. Yeah, Buddhist monks are also you. pretty good at Thank doing stuff like that. Glad it hasn't happened since then. I just changed the lead, or the, not the lead, the fucking liner in the lead. I'm a welder at work. It's my grandpa's welder. Somebody's never been changed. He bought that in 70. God damn, that's much of dry rod. I bet it shocked the fuck out of you if she's anywhere near water. Well, well, no. I had water on the floor on the other side of the shop. Like, which Probably was from the to light you up. Me the chair. Shit hurts. Y'all have been TIG welding, had somebody fucking pull the rod with some pliers or something? Mm-mm. If, if your rod pulls away, you pull it away, like, which gets to a certain point. You'll see like a lightning bolt, that electricity coming, hitting the rod, and it fucking shocks. Usually got, it's they're like long rods, so you usually got it in your hand and over your shoulder. Somebody's getting you. Fucking getting you. Oh, that's one of them. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. He's got the fancy handle. It's like real small and slim. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I've never fucked with it. Yeah. Holy shit. My brother used to do it all the time. I've only water welded, I'll be honest with you. Oh, I had a welder. I can't even stick with I'm not going to name the dude's name. He was a dick. He treated his helpers like shit. Were you the helper? I was one of his helpers. One, one of the many that quit. One of the many that was just like, fuck this. And all of them would go to work for a different welder on the same job. Casey's the help. I was the help whenever I was like 19, Tyler. Okay. So. All right. I'm just, I'm... You're my help, so. Oh. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that was fucked up. Hey, that was you fucked up. You notice I did that after I got the cash app money. You notice I said that after I got the cash app money. So. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> anyways, this motherfucker used to dab water on my gloves. Like, just a bit, just because he thought it was funny. So that whenever I would have my hand on his shoulder with the rod, like, I'd, I'd be touching him, getting grounded off to him. And then I'd have my hand on the grasshopper, which is like where your ground is. So when that water would hit me, it would go through my gloves. We'd be sweating, too. So I started to be soaking wet, dude. It would light you up from your shoulders to your toes. It sucked. I've been hit with a stun gun several times. I've been hit with a real stun gun. Like a... Police issue, like, jump out and get you, took the clip off the end of it. Motherfucker hit me in the side. Yeah. I agged him on for a while. It was a, it was a cop in uniform in a convenience store, and I was fucking with him. He come in, he shined the laser at me. Joking around, like he pulled his tail out, just reached over and clicked the button to where like the laser shoots out. So I was like, "You!" I was flinching. I was like, "You kept doing." It. I was like, "You hit me with that!" Like we don't have problems, man. 
And uh, he started laughing, whatever. He took the clip off and made it do the ta 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 ta. And it looks like a freaking pistol, basically, with a freaking lightning bolt on the end of it that paints the shit out of it. It's what it does it paint you. It's basically what it feels like. Yeah, I got to tell you. Man, he hit me come up. I'd agged him on forever. We all did. Finally, he was like, who wants it? I was like, I'll take it in the ribs right now, dude. I'd just do it. He just reached up. He said, you serious? I'm like, yeah. And he said, pow. And he hit me with that thing. Whoo, son. Talk the noise about, comes talk off about of getting him. out of Dodge quick. <laughs> I did not want to stick around for any, any amount of time. I showed up to a basketball game fucked up when I was in high school. I was probably a junior. Might have been a senior. I was fucked up. And I had a girlfriend at the time. What and she realized, well, I ended up going outside. I was sitting in her car. Bitch walks up fucking. Tased me in the fucking leg. I pepper sprayed it was guy fucking one hilarious. Time. There's this kid named Luke Hall from Jefferson that was passed out in a truck. Passed out drunk. He had the window cracked. And it was a single cab. So he's like laid out in the front seat. And his head's like on the driver's door. I was spraying uh, pepper spray from the passenger side window. And it was, you know, because it comes out in a long strand. You know, like it'll shoot away. And it was hitting him in the face while he was passed out drunk. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He got out and I was laughing. His best friend was Bo Jordan. And Bo would do shit like that. He was known for it. Like Luke wasn't expecting me, so he gets out. He's looking for Bo immediately, and I was like, "He's over there," and I went the other way. <laughs> but yeah, it was funny. Afterwards, it all come out that I was the one that had done it, and it was funny at that point because he wasn't on fire no more. But there for a minute, I thought, yeah, I thought I fucked him up. His eyes were blood red. It's funny though. Luke Hall, yeah, I know you're listening to this. You'll think that's funny. It's, it's old times right there. I was like 16, maybe 17. You know, that one guy we know that got thrown out of the strip club. Except when that fucking security guard went to Pepper Spray, oh, he yeah. ducked. <laughs> he fucking ducked, and the wind blew it, all that shit back in the dude's face. Because it's in West bu- Texas. They threw buckets of water on him, and it washed it down, and it got to his nuts. This dude was tripping. Moral of the story is, don't shoot Pepper Spray. In the wind. wind. Make sure you're downwind from that shit. It'll get you. Make sure you're upwind. Make sure you're upwind. Make sure you're upwind. Yeah, downwind. don't be downwind. downwind. Yeah, you don't, don't want to be downwind. downwind. That's like downwind. you don't want to be downstream from the herd because yeah, they piss right. in the water. And yep. <coughs> same principle. Ooh, I'm making connections. Dude, I made a good one the other night. I couldn't tell you what it was to save my life. I was freaking. <coughs> I was like, damn, I wish Casey was here. If I could remember all the stuff that I thought about. Oh, oh I'd be here. president. I don't no, know if I'd be president, but I'd be a definitely influential individual. I'd be the president of a community, probably. Some call them cults. As a I could see you being model. a cult leader. <laughs> he definitely would be a cult leader. Look at him. It'd be Normidians. You know, like the Davidians. The Normidians. <laughs> <laughs> I was going a little bit more harsh than that, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would really enjoy it. You're going to get you a little compound in Waco, Nick. <laughs> I'm not getting that culty. That's not funny, man. That's not funny. He was we a good guy, man. Good he man. was a good guy. So he let like every he let so many people out and kept 28 children and yeah. like 14 women. And he it said, was his kids, though. He kept his, his women and his kids. They got out, man. They're in Peru. Looks like he, I, I heard they know. were in Chile. They really is a conspiracy. A dude got out. They didn't really find anybody. He's in Chile with uh, fucking Hitler. That's a really fucked up situation. It's though. so weird how there's communities down there, like hundreds of thousands of people. Communities set up just like Germany. They speak German. Have y'all watched the TV show Abducted in Plain Sight? Man, I was so mad by the end of it. I wanted to just like come to the TV and strangle that old fucker. I didn't I watch it. it. I haven't watched it. I've heard Jesus about Christ, it. But I've man. heard it's like one of those deals that's talking about abducting children. And this how dude's like, not talking about abducting children, man. This one dude that was a family friend. That'd be like if I was always just sleeping in your daughter's bed. Like you would probably at some point in time have like four or five days what? a week. You, I'm sure you would have fucking... Something ain't right. See, a questions, okay? <laughs> like the first this dumb happened. motherfucker thought it was okay. Everything was cool. Then the guy come out abducted the girl, took her to Mexico, and she's like 12. What did this happen at? In the United States. And this girl's like 12 years old, and he takes her and marries her in Mexico and tells the parents he's not bringing her back unless they will sign the rights away to marry her in the United States. 
and the dude comes back and then the mom fucks him. The mom starts having an affair with the dude because it's cool and nobody's pressing charges or nothing. What the fuck? Nobody pressed no charges. I'm glad I didn't watch that shit. That's stressing me out. I know, man. And then in the end, the guy's like, oh, we should have done more. And then the old man jacked him off at some point in time. What? Fucking, yeah, the dude said he needed to have sex and just pulled his dick out. And, all of the, and the, girl st- the girl that got abducted his dad just beat the son of a bitch off over there and said, you know, I felt bad for it. I committed adultery on my wife. I, that's what you're worried about? Oh, oh my God. Like, that's what, what you're worried the about? fuck? God, I'm getting mad. My chest is hurting, okay? Like, my ribs are hurting. All right, well, let's talk about something This else. motherfucker. Holy fuck. It had me fuck. so mad, dude. I was fuming by the end of it. I just want to be like, you old son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Just let it happen. And this is kind of like a, doc- a documentary, kind of. It is a documentary. It's not kind of. It is a documentary. And it's talking to the girl that got abducted. This dude told her about aliens, that they were the last two people that could, they had to breed. Like, it was fucking weird, man. And they had the tapes and everything. Like, he would play them for that girl after he'd drug her. And she'd wake up listening to, like, thinking it's aliens talking. Because he would, like, fuck his voice up. It's fucking crazy, man. And the girl's like, I'm, I was, like, 13 years old, you know? Like, I don't. I don't know no difference. She was like, you know, you get drugged, you wake up in a strange camper, you're going down the road, and like, you're hearing aliens on a fucking tape telling you I'd all this it stuff. Today, yeah. Honestly. No, no, but like, she didn't have a choice. She was like, you know, I was just 13. I didn't know no different. I thought I loved the dude. I was supposed to breed with him because of the aliens. Yeah. And the I'm parents so didn't do shit about it, man, this. up until the end. But after he, before after he no, this bitch a grown ass woman by the time this dude seen the day in prison, pretty much. Yeah. Did you know? Speaking of that shit, did you know Ryan Adams is going through some shit? Like the girl is twenty years old now, but he's been talking to her since she was fourteen years old, oh, and she was lying yeah, about yeah, her age yeah. the whole fucking time. But That's I mean, still his fault though. That is his fault. Yeah, yeah still. But I mean, you gotta get that ID, babies. Yeah. But I, apparently, I feel like though, if she was fourteen. You, you knew know. she was underage. If you, you didn't know, know she was underage, you, she looked young enough you needed to question it. Exactly. Like, I feel like just because they look 18 don't always mean they look Supposedly they were talking on the internet. Like, yeah, that girl time. looks old, man, but I wouldn't hit on her because I feel like if I walked up and asked her how old she was since she was 16, I'd probably die a little on the inside just for thinking that a 16-year-old was hot. Like, i just not going to... I can agree with you on like, that. Like, I don't like young-looking girls. I like girls that are like, well, I like women. You can tell it. Yeah, that's Yeah, I saying. like women. Oh, and the guy's brother is cool with it. Cool. He's like, yeah, he's a pedophile. We've known that since he's a kid. You know, he, he works my car lot. I'm like, <laughs> you know teeth, fucking like white trash motherfucker. That has got to like, be Like, you cool with your brother ever... being a pedophile talking like it's just something normal. Like, yeah, no. we all knew it. <laughs> Fuck no. Like, okay, and y'all did, y'all did nothing about it. Fuck no. I don't even know how the fuck people fuck like get off on the fact that they think that's okay. Dude, if I understood it, I would feel scared. That's what I, yeah. Like, yeah. we're not supposed to understand No, that. fuck no. If yeah. we understood it, we'd be fucking doing it. Yeah, if I we understood, like, yeah. Yeah. Also, got another thing I heard. Did you know that, okay, Turnpike Troubadours and Miranda Lambert used to be on tour together. Yeah, and uh, Miranda Lambert used to date Felker. Evan Felker, and his name Evan. Yeah. I've met the dude. I cussed him out one time. I didn't know who he was. I didn't even know who fucking talking about Truth Wars was, man. Dude took my dog. Took my sister's I ain't ever told y'all about that? No. Okay, so I'm at Jab Fest, and we were Red Dirt Hurricane. So we got backstage passes. And we miss me and my little sister, and she's like 16 at the time. This is never, I'm in my prime. Like, she's my driver to all the bars. Like, we're, we're having such a good time. And uh, we're still we're chilling back there. She got a little red healer puppy. It's some bitch ain't. It, it's a little old bitty dog. It's some bitch is barely to the stage of playing. And he's sitting there kind of staying at our feet. And um, he ain't got no leash on, of course, but he ain't going nowhere. And he just like, you know, people were coming by and petting him, you know, picking him up, but sitting there talking to us. This motherfucker just walks up and snatches up our dog and walks to the other side of the stage. And don't say a word or nothing. I don't know who he is. I don't know, he had Felker on his belt. That's all I I remember that. I was like, who the fuck is Felker? And I walked over and I was like, hey man, that's my dog. He was like, what man? I was like, that's my fucking dog, dude. I was like, you just picked my dog up and just like bounced out. And I didn't even say hide, bye, nothing. Just picked my dog up and left. 
Went went somewhere we couldn't even see. Oh, and he was like, "Oh man, uh, I apologize, dude." He said, uh, "Sometimes I get a big head with all this stuff going on, and I just really need to like calm down." I was like, "Yeah, give me my dog." Oh, he knew he was stealing a dog. He wasn't stealing it, but he knew he was being a dick by just picking your dog yeah. up and just walking off with it, you know? Like, I feel like his intentions were to bring it back, but his intentions also could have been like, hey, that's a nice dog, man. I'm going to take him over here and show my band or something. Does that not almost a little oh, bit smells like something that Casey would do? Casey <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Just be, like, the whole comment back and everything sounds exactly like something that you would fucking do. You I- learned a lot that day. <laughs> I hung out with the damn quails that whole weekend, man. They were chill motherfuckers. I bet really? they know me today if I saw them. We chilled all weekend. We got double days pizza all the time. I wasn't like 20. I wasn't old enough to drink because I was scared of standing around the security yard. You know, we're backstage drinking up there. They had a free bar. Like, you could go up to this booth. Yes. You could go up to this booth. You get any shot, any any drink you wanted for free. As long as you had... Man, why do you pee so much, dude? I swear you got, like, pancreas problems or something, man. Yeah, just pit. There's a Pyrrhite bottle. Pyrrhite bottle. You can't fill that son of a bitch up. You're making things worse. I'm trying to turn around like that. Let me turn around real quick. And just like that, we'll be right back. <coughs> Whenever I wish I wouldn't have it's got the also. kid on there holding the flashlight, and it's like some of you's never been yelled at while you learn to hold a flashlight, and it shows. You know, my dad'd be like, "Come help me," and I knew I didn't gonna help a goddamn thing. I was gonna hold the flashlight and get yelled at for however long. I'm it, looking, not where you're looking. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I just where your hands are. Like, I don't know which the specific angle. Oh, dude, holding a lot for my dad. I was, I was like a professional at it. Like, if it came to me, like standing on my toes, one arm arched over, holding my body weight up with another arm, and like shining it two inches from your face, and it's right where you're working on. I was perfect at that with my dad. I've always worked out great there. I guess because you had me doing it while I was so fucking little, or from then to like even now. But I'll be like, I'm on point with that motherfucker. My dad's just never down. satisfied. It, it didn't make a fuck. I don't, I, I'm sure like 90 percent of the time I'd probably hold it in a general. I bet you even. I bet okay. you even fucked up by walking across your house. No man, no, wasn't that bad. My dad didn't work on trucks or anything. It's I, just we I could, we can't work together. Me and my dad can't work together. One time, my dad kicked me out of the house one time over headlights on my truck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, boys. I was changing my headlights, like just the bulb, and Dodges are notorious for being a bitch to get off and back on. Then, then I, you know, the second gens. Man, I done twisted that first one. I thought I broke it. You know, so I was like, fuck it. I'm like, dad gets home. He knows he's done this a million times. And uh, <laughs> he gets home, and I done popped the other side off, couldn't get it back on either. I was like, oh, shit. Like, this ain't good at all. He gets there. Bitch, why the fuck would you take the other side out? I was like, because that's the side that's actually out. I was changing both my headlights, you know. I was like, so he was like, oh, man, I got ass cheering. I done throw my phone across the garage. I got kicked out of the house for like an hour. Did <laughs> <laughs> you drive with no headlights? No, he finally got them put in. Like, he put them in as he was kicking me out. He still put my headlights in my truck. Because he wanted you to get the fuck out of there. I wasn't I was even standing there at that point. Like, I was like, Dad, I can't get them lights back on. Like, show me how to do it. He was like, yeah. And he just went out there on his own. He, he went and sat down. And, like, two hours later, he decided he was going to do it by himself. And this thing come back in madder than hell. I was mad, too, about it. Like, you know, because I couldn't get the headlights in. I, I could tell his frustration. I had the same frustration. It's just I didn't have nobody to kick out of the house while I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I didn't have nobody to take my aggression out on. I got a buddy who's a mechanic. He'll be working on something. I'll be standing there helping him or just standing there. I'll drinking. throw shit through the wall. No, this motherfucker will be cussing, saying every word in the book, and then look at you and be like, What'd you do today? Like, nothing ever happened. That's normal. Keep it all in the wrenches, man. Keep it all in the wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that aggression elsewhere. <laughs> It's going to be fine. You know, like, like, like leave it on the field, except leave it with the wrenches. I think shit talking to. has been, like, the biggest thing I've got from the shop. Like, shop talk and just, like, I don't know. That's almost like anywhere that. you work. Yeah, nowadays. but. Parts of the day. Are you still at least going to play a song during the middle of it? Play a song in the beginning of it. 
What about an outro song? So no outro song? Yeah. That would be, that's like the least amount of weight you can possibly do. What? Like on the editing wise, like all you gotta do is literally just like move the file over, and just slide it to the end. It's easy as fuck. To do what? To put the outro song oh on there. God. Golly, right, okay. man. All right. Shit. Well, I was just making sure we we're all on the same fucking page. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like you made me sound dumb for a second because like I was like trying to find a way to explain it at that point. I was like, um, like. <laughs> You remember what we're talking about? <laughs> Sorry, man. You did it twice. Shout out Hannah Roy. That was our homegirl, dude. We played so much Uno and Dominoes. Yeah. Live with JC. We did that. And we did that every week. And we did that like every night. Dominoes and, and uh Wednesday Uno. Wednesday would be movie night and never never once did a DVD player even get turned on. Uh-huh. Like no, no we movie was even discussed. We had a badass table, though, man. It was round. It was like that, perfect. We had a piano in our fucking living room. We had, we had, we had an abundance of chairs. That was the key. And an abundance of chickens. There had to be at least thirty-five to forty cocks between the fucking kitchen door to the living room. Oh hall. yeah, the whole thing was done in chickens. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was confused myself there for a second. Okay, yes. Fucking the roosters. Whole kitchen, though. It was roosters everywhere, man. Swear to God. It was a lesbian, oh, really? so we used to talk shit about them being cocks, you know, because it was a lesbian that just put all these fucking roosters up in the kitchen. And the living room. <laughs> yeah, and the living room. Like, it correlated. And we had a china cabinet. This is the worst place for us to throw parties, by the way. Although, we did have a house party, and this one girl fell down, bust her knees open, bitches bleeding out on the couch. <laughs> bleeding out. Headbutted a fucking <laughs> table in the meantime, oh, and shit. damn near put this bitch through the wall. I mean, she hit this bitch with some force. I was surprised we when we pulled floors, the fucking man. table so away. Bust her knees up real bad, and she fell. And like all her friends are sitting there looking. Titties out, out the by bathroom. the way. Titties are out by the way. Yeah, titties <laughs> are out. Anyways, and I come out the bathroom, all right, and she's laid out in the living room floor. I heard a thud, and I didn't know what it was. It was her running into shit on her way down, <laughs> and uh, it busted her knees up. There's blood like. Pooling under her knees on the floor. Bitch is drunk as fuck. Yes, and none of her friends are doing anything. I step out the bathroom and I just I looked down and I just stepped over, and I said, "Y'all really need to get your friend off my fucking." There's blood on the couch. Yeah. Like, they put her Had on the to couch. Had to the cushions around. With backwards. blood just draining over her knees. There's blood on the couch now. Yeah. It's not mine and Tyler's couch. This is JC's couch. She had we had to put our furniture in fucking storage because she had nice furniture. Sam Sam ended up finally getting the fucking blood out. Thank God. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Cole and Andres not Cole and Andres got into a fight. Yeah. And me and, me and Alex never had watched that shit. We were talking like, shit. Me and Cole were sitting on the bench talking shit to Dre about fucking. It was right when Twisted X started sponsoring him, and that was the first sponsor they got. And he was like, oh, you're sponsored as fuck, Dre. <laughs> you're sponsored as fuck. And I was over there, he's a sellout. And just like yelling at this shit, dude. And, it like, and at one point, I think you said, Dre, I'm going to tell you what. You go in the house and get them fucking sponsored-ass boots out of my fucking house, and you put them out here on the porch. And he was so drunk, he did it. And he bought them out, and he was like, he's like, there they are, man. We're main to each other, There they man. are. Like, oh, dude, it was so fucking funny. I specifically remember being at that Omaha Cajun Cowboy one night, and I went up there and watched Cole and them. They opened up for somebody, and, like, after their show and all, I, I remember telling him, hey, man, I'm going home. I'll see you later. Because I was underage, so I wasn't drinking inside. You know, I was having to go outside and my shotgun beers. I was getting tired of doing that all the time. It gets you really fucked up, you know, and it's like not fun anymore. So I go outside and I pull around back to tell them bye. And all of a sudden, these some of just pile into my truck. It was back whenever Otis had like first started with the band. It was basically like Colton had already left. Andreas is on drums. They just pile into my damn truck out of nowhere. And it's just like, hey, we're going to this party. And my back seat's so full of shit, like, it's full to the top of the seat. And they're, like, scrunched up in the back in balls. Like, and then the fetal position trying to get, like, as small as they can because they can't fit my back seat. And we ended up having to go to a party. I couldn't get on my truck. Wild times. Yeah, it was pretty good times. Party was all right. I remember back right after I turned 21, we went and watched some uh, at the Barefoot Creek Marina. I believe in Pittsburgh. Is that in Pittsburgh? 
And you know oh, that's that's hometown. Like, that's hometown for fucking Co. Place so. used to be a beer store, that like a little, little restaurant. Yeah, in it. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a fucking because right before we left, I think we no, we couldn't buy a case of beer because it was after midnight. But we had one. But we were like, well, we need another one for this house that party. Fit four hundred people on. Yeah, it's pretty. They like the top, the sides fold out. I mean, it's yeah, it's, a, walls, it's a cool. Like, whenever it's winter, like the walls come down. They got like wind blockers. Yeah, and like they got heaters. And it's got a stage at one part, so. I go to this deal and it and it was it was, they only sold shots of wine. They, yeah, didn't, they didn't sell. They didn't have the liquor license. Didn't have yeah. Oh. So they could sell beer, but they can not sell. Yeah, can beer, but they you couldn't sell. You get Dollar Keystone Light in a can. I swear no to God, shit. Dollar Keystone Lights oh in the can all God. night. So this oh. bitch is all packed night. out. This bitch is packed out with young people. You I know. get fucked up for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And anyways, so. We went and hung out this this show, had a great fucking time. Comes down to leaving, Cole's like, hey, man, we're going to this house party right down the road. And I was with Alan Watson, Jay, Alex, and... That's not Ricky was with me. Me, and I think Nathan Moses was there with us. Do what? That was the night Ricky and Cole were playing beer pong, and they were drinking that bottle of fucking whiskey on that. Shit, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember seeing Ricky, Ricky but he might have been there. Ricky truck after that night. He ramped into the woods. Go ahead. Um. So anyways, we, we, we're we <laughs> leaving the show, and... We're, we're walking outside, and I'm, I've got my beer in my hand, not paying attention. And the woman was like, hey, sir, you can't take that outside. So I was like, fuck it, all right. And I just bought it. So I, I go to down it, and I can't chug beer. So I chugged, like, half of it, and I left it sitting there. Alan was like, dude, you're not fucking leaving that? So he went to chug it. Well, it, as soon as this beer left my lips, I just something didn't feel right. I, I take <laughs> off sprinting across the parking lot to the truck. Hey, Jay. He's like, what? I look like I'm finna high-five him because I'm running like I'm excited and everything else. And it immediately turns into me turning to the left as hard as I could, throwing up on the side of Alan's truck, on the fender, <laughs> hitting, the, hitting the ground. It was a spit cam. It wasn't a spit cam, but it had a cigarette butt floating around yeah. in it. So Alan would walk back out through the parking lot, and I'm, I'm still throwing up. And Alan's like, the fuck was in that beer? Was that a cigarette? Brr. And then Jay was like, y'all are some nasty motherfuckers. Brr. And literally at one point in time, it's all three of us doubled over, puking our fucking guts up. I have the picture of it. It's on Instagram, by the way. And there's Nathan laughing in the corner, and I think Alex took the picture. Something about Pittsburgh about Pleasant Light. That's a town that you can experience some shit you ain't never experienced, some wild shit. You never want to experience it again, but it's good experiences to get to have under your belt. Make I've you calm in some bad situations. Huh? You've never partied? Oh, man, we got to go sometime. We got to go. We'll go to Barefoot Bay and Mardi Gras sometime. I mean, Mardi Gras it's is next weekend. a different breed of people. Huh? Mardi Gras is next weekend. No, it's like, this weekend. I mean, Mardi Gras is the restaurant. Oh. Or, Listen, I'm down. This one time, we watched some people camp. play. Caleb Bowles was supposed to play a solo acoustic gig. <laughs> It was, so we go up there to watch it. It winds up, winds up being my future roommate at the time, Andrew Beavers, and him, William Guilford, the guy that made that hat with the two-inch band that I that I gave Rayleigh, the short brim, tall, the tan one I had with the, okay, yeah, that, that hat. Uh, he's the one that made that. And then Swamp is in the back on some maracas. He's got a milk crate and some drumsticks, and he's got he's got a bass drum. And a foot and a, with, a, with a pedal on it. And that's all he's got. And they played a whole show. Oh, and, oh, one guy's on a banjo. Real, I forgot Ross Edmonds is on a banjo. <laughs> and he, don't, he, he learned to play banjo because the girl he was with is like this millionaire girl that jumped trains. I swear to God. He called her a train hoe. Because we were like, you're not going to stay with this girl. Like, she's... That's like as hippie as you can get, you know, to ride trains being a millionaire just because you didn't have nothing better to do. And she played banjo. Well, she had taught Ross while he was riding trains because he is also a millionaire from oil and gas rights. His grandpa left. This one drives like an old three-quarter ton four-door Dodge Hemi three-quarter ton. Like a gasoline three-quarter ton four-door Dodge with a flatbed on it. Like, beat to shit. He's still driving that truck to this day, man. It's that rad- the one that went to South Texas? Yes. That, no, it, it, yeah, Terlingua. He went to Terlingua. Yeah. And then he, another guy goes with him. That guy ends up getting killed with a cap and ball pistol by some drug dealers and thrown out in the middle of the desert underneath some rocks. And Ross told the news, like, they couldn't convict them people at first. Like, they was having a hard time getting enough evidence because, I mean, all they knew was they, there's a kid that they couldn't find. Those last people he's with, all these weird circumstances happened. And uh, they end up finding one person end up snitching to, and lead them to the body. Well, in the midst of all this, 
uh, the news is like, what do you think about the the suspects at hand right now? He said, I can't tell y'all much, but I know I don't trust them. And that's all <laughs> he had to say about the whole situation. Was he didn't he didn't shit. he didn't know much about the suspects, but he know he didn't trust them. And I was like, man, that is, and they're riding on horses in the desert. You can't ride forwards out there; you blow all your tires out. So you have to ride horses. They're on horseback, searching for searching for this for like his best friend. And that's all he had to say about it. He was mad. He wasn't even sad about it. He was mad. It was a wild ordeal. But anyways, they played a show that night at Mardi Gras. Caleb Bowles and, and these other guys did. And they hadn't, they hadn't rehearsed or nothing. They hadn't played together in like years. And they get up there and jam out one of the best rock and roll shows you've ever seen. And then Caleb gets mad at the end because the waitress said it sucked and told him that. But she was just being a bitch. Caleb starts walking through the bar. He's got concrete floors. And he just starts breaking beer bottles. He's ta- he took he took my beer bottle out of my hand, busted it on the floor. He's taking bottles off tables, Golly. busting them on the floor, just empty bottles, walking out the bar. We end up getting kicked out. I'm, it's me and Swamp are the only people allowed back in there, like out of the band. We had to get all the equipment by ourselves. And me and Swamp, by the end of it, are up on the stage taking signs off the walls because for some reason Swamp had a drill in his drum case, <laughs> in his guitar case. So we were, like, taking shit off the walls, like, signs, everything. We got in trouble for that. And they can't play any more shows there. Swamp can now, but for the longest, we couldn't. It was My first Sunday night in Midland. Alex I'm, and Alan were there. I'm not surprised. Alex was, I know for sure. My my first Sunday night in Midland, I go to fucking Ultra Rock Stars. No, no, no. I mean, I did end up there, but I ended up, me and my cousin, we went to some pizza joint, Jay. Me and my cousin Jay, we went to some pizza joint. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like an arcade Dave and Buster's kind of pizza joint, like right across the strip mall from Rockstars, or at least it was at the time. And we walk in, and I'm already hung over from Saturday night. We've been driving in a truck all day. He was like, give me a Dos Equis and a shot of Rumpel Mints. Never forget it. And I was like, well, I ain't going to let him one-up me. Get me a fucking Coors Light and a shot of Rumpel Mints. I wish I would have let him run one-up me. I had never had rumplements at this until this point in time in my life, and I had back to back to back probably fifteen shots. I blackout drunk, still a sign from rock stars. I mean, probably a good four foot by four foot sign that's metal that's screwed into the wall. I cut my hands up so bad, but I was so fucked up I didn't even feel it. Like every time I went in there to piss, I would yank one side of the fucking sign down. Okay, well y- y'all two know how often I piss, so it was like a thirty-minute ordeal. I go in there every, like every time, and I yank a screw off. Everybody's I get probably to the like, last look one. at this cokehead. No. <laughs> <laughs> but really, he's just drunk and has a weak bladder. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, man, I'm, I get I get down to the last one. I can't remember the motherfucker's name. I think they called him Rojo, or maybe fucking. I don't know. It was, it was I can't remember. I can't even remember if he was Mexican or Indian, but he was my 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 cousin's friend who I was out drinking with at this point in time. Because I don't even know what the fuck happened to Jay. I mean, this no one chick him. walked up to him and she was like, "I like them tattoos," and he was like, "I like that ass." And they go to making out immediately. Like, don't even fucking know each other. Some Midland's black wild, black man. chick. Wild, man. Some fucking it's black chick with some dreads down to her ass, and my white <laughs> sleeved out cousin. And I mean, dude, literally just like that, and they fuck. Boof, they're gone. And I don't know where the fuck they're at. So, anyways, back to the sign ordeal. <laughs> I'm in. The, I'm getting down the last screw, and I was like, "Hey, man, look, I need you to help me get the sign out of here." So we we ripped the sign off the wall, and he was like, "Man, there's no way in fuck you're gonna be able to run out from this bathroom and make it to the front door without somebody stopping you or seeing you with this fucking sign." He was like, "So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna fold this metal sign up that says Absolute Texan, and it's a Lone Star flag on it, but it's got a bottle of Absolute Vodka where the star would go." Hey, I'm sorry, I gotta stop you for a second. <laughs> I just had a weird moment. I was sitting here and I was, it felt like it got dark in here all of a sudden. I was like, the fuck? My computer screen had turned off. And I sat here for like the past five minutes going, I know for a fact it got darker in here. It's because the computer screen's not shining on me anymore. <laughs> I, was, I had to tell you all that. But I forgot about it. That is pretty funny. So, uh, anyways, we, we, we end up, he was like, let's fold this sign up and shove it in your pants. I left my. I just did my buckle like on the or my belt on the last fucking notch on the on the fucking buckle. Leave my pants unzipped, unbuttoned, shove this fucking sign down in there, and throw my button down over it. 
And I just fucking like pretty much sprint walk out of this motherfucker. It had to be so fucking obvious that I had this sign underneath my shirt. I bet they were just like, like look at this retard. Walking so weird. Yeah. So, but he's a fucking idiot, man. And this is Sunday. This is a Sunday at like 7 o'clock in the, in the evening. It's not even fucking dark outside yet. Don't do drugs, kid. So then at fucking like 9 o'clock. Sam goes to call me, you know, because she was like, I need to check on him. I ain't heard from his ass in the last, like, few hours. Goes to call me. Someone else answers my phone that we don't even fucking know. If I'm not mistaken, we were staying at the old house back then. Yes. And I I was there with Sam. And Sam was like, have you heard from Tyler? And I was like, no. She was like, I called his phone. and some weird person answered. Yeah, somebody fucking else answered my phone. And they're like, and she was like, you're not Tyler J. Who the fuck is this? And she was like, well... I'm pretty sure Tyler's passed out on the sidewalk in front of my bar right now, but we're looking for Jay. And she was like, what the fuck? I didn't get to talk to her until the next fucking day because I blacked out drunk. I had to sit with her. I had to sit. I had to chill with her. I I had no money. Like I had just paid all my bills, so I didn't have nothing to go out on. Yeah. I had to sit at the house with Sam, listen to her worry about Tyler for like 24 hours straight. I went and sat in the truck. (laughs) I, I, I went and sat in the truck. That's what they put me. They put Jay finally. They finally found Jay. Jay ends up just putting me in his truck. I get on Snapchat the next day, and I'm fucking singing by myself in this truck. That made like a fucking 25 minute story <laughs> on my Snapchat story of me singing to Co Wetzel. But ain't nobody talked to him. Yeah, <laughs> but he been making these Snapchat stories after we just heard that he been passed out on the sidewalk. Yeah. So then, anyways. Jay t- informs me. The I was next a little day, worried day we wake, I wake I really up the camper. Was. I was like, oh. The next day I wake town. up on the camper. I'm still fully fucking dressed. I had a blanket over like just the top half of my body. And I look like shit. Like I felt like shit. I look like shit. And my first thought was, what the fuck happened last night? Where's my phone? I've got to talk to Sam. So my phone's dead. So I'm pacing back and forth in front of this motherfucker for like five minutes waiting for this phone to come on. Okay, so anyways, phone finally comes back on, call her, she tells me a story, and I couldn't help but laugh, because I was like, that's kind of fucking funny. You know, like, nothing bad happened, but then Jay wakes up, or gets home from work that day, because I was staying out in his camper in Midland at he the time. He is good about, he is good about that. Yeah. He fucked up going to work. He, he'll go to work drunk. Like, he don't care. He will make it to work. Yeah. No, <laughs> me? Uh-uh. I didn't wake up until noon. <laughs> then he, he fucking comes home, check on me, make sure I'm still breathing. He's like, you're all right? And I was like, I was like, yeah, man. I was just like, what happened last night? He was like, well... I had to renew my prescription to OnStar, subscription to OnStar, because your dumbass was so fucked up, you wouldn't unlock the truck and was passed out. He said, just dead to the fucking world. He said, just passed out. He said, so I had to call OnStar, tell them there's a child <laughs> locked in the fucking truck, so they would unfucking lock it, but they, then they made me pay for it when they figured out it wasn't actually a child, it was fucking you. Yeah, he's like, because I, I, my drunk ass ended up telling him that it was just my cousin. It wasn't really a kid, so y'all don't send any cops or anything, you know, because he's fucked <laughs> up. You know, I, I mean, I was just like, what that's hilarious. Fuck? What a retard. See, so, Tyler, you're the story is, other don't people. drink sun, don't drink rumple mints on a Sunday in Midland. Listen to this. I was probably it was probably somewhere in between my junior and high school, or my junior and senior year in high school. I went to my sister's in in Colorado. It was the weekend of the Naples Rodeo. We're driving back, and I have people with the rodeo texting me, like, asking me if I'm coming. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Go by the house. Go by my house to get some clothes, and I'll meet y'all there. I had my parents drop me off at the rodeo. I get there and get fucked up on whiskey. Apparently, we go to a party after this. I end up waking up my buddy's house. It was, I, I woke up in a dark room. In a bathtub, like I knew I was in a bathtub somehow, in my underwear, and I hear my buddy's brother, I hear his voice, and I first thought came to my head was, holy shit, Ryan Martin just kidnapped me. <laughs> I was like, second thought, second thought, oh my God. how the fuck did he get to Colorado? I was so fucked up, like I forgot we came home. Oh my god! I even turned the lights on, and I was like, well, "How the fuck did I get here?" Like I, I, as far as I knew, I was still in Colorado. Holy shit! I bet that took <laughs> you out. Casey's got a story like that when he woke up one time on Blake Smith's couch. Man, I think it's my roofie me. I don't know. We drank a lot too. Oh, that's the night you passed out in the bar. Like I mean, like I after three beers, at- Casey just like we the cowboy, and he's fucking face first on the on the bar's table, just like passed out, and I was like. Fuck, he got fucked up that's quick. The first time but I was already drunk, so I thought it was—I thought it was like, 
it was okay for that to be all right. Like that Casey was already passed out I, in my head that I, I was so fucked up. I was like, it makes sense. He needs to go sleep out in the truck. So we just carried him out no, in the truck, no, put no, him out there no, and kept no, on partying. No. I, I get up. I get up. And I, I first time I met Blake, I looked at Blake and I said, I need the keys to your truck. Because we were riding with him. And I went out. Oh, yeah. Never and I, could, I didn't even know what he drove. I went out in the parking lot and just hit the button. Like, I remember doing that. But I remember I just couldn't even function. Like, I, I could barely walk. I couldn't talk. Like, I was, I, like, I remember having just like bodily function problems. And, like, I walk out there and I find the truck and I get in it and I pass out. They finally come out there, and, like, I get to After the, the house. After the bar closes at three. <laughs> and Tyler's like, I remember Tyler trying to get me out of the truck, and I'm like, I fucking got it, man. <laughs> and, and, and I step out of the truck, and my legs don't work. I just collapse on the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I had to carry Casey like a fucking ba- like a child uh, all the way inside the house down like, Blake's just long-ass driveway. It's just my body won't work. Like, my, my mind is there. It's just my body's just, like, incoherent. Like, I ain't got no balance. I ain't got nothing. So I'm not talking shit to Tyler about, <laughs> like, like, like I, I hit the ground. I'm like, I guess I can't, you know, and Tyler picks me up. They came inside, wake up the next day. So I wake up on that couch and I'm like, man, where the fuck am I? This house is nice. And like the mom walks by on the bathroom. So I Snapchat the living room and send out like a mass Snapchat and say, where am I at? Because I figured like one of my friends, you know, was, would pick that up and be like, okay, this is where you were at last, last night. So Nathan calls me and is like, hey, man, you're at Blake Smith's house. I recognize his living room. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good. Well, I go back to sleep, and I wake up, and the dad's sitting there, and I like look over at him, and I'm like, man, am I supposed to be here? And he was like, Blake Smith's my son. And I'm like, okay. I was like, but, but like, it's cool if, I, if I'm right here. He's like, yeah, man, just go back to sleep if you need like a pillow or something. I was like, no, sir. I was like, can I get some of that coffee I smell? And I went, in, I went in the kitchen with his mom, like, chilling there with her for a little bit. She, she gave me his coffee. And then everybody finally woke up. Shout out Bubba and Lou Ann Smith. Thank y'all for letting this fucking party that house down back in the he, day. His dad was mad because we got oil all over his driveway from my truck. Dude, oh, my God. It was leaking. It was 12 out, you know, like, shit, you fix that oil, it's going to spring another one. Yeah. <laughs> so I might as well just leave it. Casey is the only person I know that it cost him more money in oil to drive home from Midland than it did diesel. My, uh dipstick no uh, wasn't it it was a it was a seal in between the power steering pump it doesn't matter either way i fixed it because i remember fixing it at my ex-girlfriend's grandpa's front yard in fourth gear in fourth yeah. gear going 60 all the way back from midland i went straight to the bar i left midland at 10 o'clock in the morning i got to shooters at 2 a.m had to stop every 75 miles and top this bitch back off of oil yeah so it started running hot and slow down put some oil in it like that that's the only way you shit. know. I remember he left it in the Hooters parking lot for a, for a weekend from a Friday night or maybe even a Thursday night to a Sunday night. And there and, and to this day, there's still you can tell where that truck was parked from the front bumper to the rear bumper. This bitch literally dripped fucking oil because all the oil in the truck was just like drip off because you know it was spraying oil. And this is one of them trucks like you hit a bump. This bitch didn't bounce. It swayed. All right, you rode that one out. Yeah. I hated that truck. I remember when I got the AC fixed in it, Casey thought he was fucking high rolling. And then it went out in like two weeks. Yeah, it did go out in two weeks. I drove one of those pieces of shit. I drove Cummins one time. It was a 95, like a single cab flatbed. That that sound good, bro, I went to Billy Bob's with Brody. I'd never been to Fort Worth or anything. Holy shit, y'all struck out and took that to Fort Worth? Listen, from Denton. Got there. Brody's passed out drunk by the time we leave and i only drank three beers so i guess i'm fucking driving the whole way back the fucking interstate had those you know like those concrete things like on the side of bridges like the rails those were on each side of the lane like on where the lines were and i'm sitting there driving that cummins oh my damn my hands are almost like going from 12 o'clock to six o'clock literally look like you're driving on tv yeah my like, red dots driving on tv sight. in 1940 <laughs> yeah <laughs> your hands going everywhere i was stressing so hard probably having to do like 75 80 miles an hour with two concrete barriers like inches away from you you so feel pissed. like man my red dog had had so much slack in it like this much drove like it had 87 inch tires like i swear this much was all over the road it would stay in the it's staying its own lane but it would cross lines on its own but it it would 
I've been pulled over before sober, just like cruising, because the cop was like, man, why are you going from that line to line? Like, man, this is just like, you just sit there and stop. Like, you just sit here and start moving the steering wheel, and the truck's not moving. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. I remember Casey called me on a Sunday. I just made it to go order at fucking Texas Roadhouse. Go pick my to go order up. I'm headed back home. Casey calls me. Hey, I need you to come get me. on. The, I'm on the side of 30 in between on the border and and uh, and wherever. But I'm 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 eastbound, and I was like, "Ah, right, I'll come I'm come get you." I'm pulling up. Casey's truck is sitting cockeyed. I was like, "This motherfucker done had a blowout on the front. Get up there." Hell no, this motherfucker ain't got no right front wheel on this truck. Period. And this bitch shot like three hundred yards down the fucking down I thirty, landed right in front of a Mercedes Benz in the grass. I mean, feet away from a, the hood of a brand new Mercedes Benz. Done jumped over, done jumped over two place. fucking roads, two ditches, and this tire is sitting there right in front of this car. And I was like, how fucking long? You know how long it took us to find it? Because Casey said, dude, when it came off, it just kept, it just sped the fuck up and took off. He said, and I'm just I'm just praying to God dude, I can get up pulled over on the side of the road. So hard, dude. This is a front right wheel, dude. I mean, this truck hits the ground. I all like I like I tell you how it went. I'm cruising down the interstate going 70. Alright? I'm cruising along, minding my own damn business, off my own little world. All of a sudden my steering wheel gets a little shake. It ain't bad. But I'm like, ha ha, my wheels coming off. Joking to myself, this some bitch shoots off. I mean, own cue this wheel just starts sailing across there hits a bridge pillar and that's what stopped it when it happened it happened to me on 67 i was going 75 cruising i just got off at a baseball practice i'm, I'm cruising my shit started getting shaken that's weird i light a cigarette by the time i get that cigarette lit i put my hand back on the steering wheel all of a sudden my driver's side front tire fucking boom knocks a cigarette out of my hand I let tire literally come out from under my truck, went to the other lane, and then it's almost like it backed up and shot. It's almost like a slingshot. <laughs> Fucking 300 yards up the road, it went off into the, into the woods. Fucking thorn thicket. My God. <laughs> my rim was screwed, man. It I hit sat that there bridge pillar so damn hard. <laughs> Tyler, me and Tyler looked forever. I remember for I him. had to cry. Dude, it took like. 45 minutes, I feel like. Like, my food wasn't even worth the fuck by the time I got back home after it took us that long to find this tire wheel. We left the truck there. Had to call the tow truck. Yeah, called Dad. I was like, hey, his, shop, his truck's in Texarkana. I'm not going to fix it. And this bitch has done it skid. Saved. It done skid the ball joint completely the fuck off. I mean, it was gone. I had to just drive it, you know, like normal. The rotor like, was flat, like, had a flat spot too. on it, ball joint. My, I, I just had, had to steer road. it over into the other lane, you know. Like, I just steered it over on the side of the road. Like, that's all you could do. I didn't do shit. The My funniest thing the, ever is. it went that way and just stopped. It's a sunshiny, windy day, windy day. And this is back when Casey had, like, neck long blonde hair. And it's just bebopping across the highway in a cowboy hat, T-shirt, tucked in, pushing a fucking tire down the road, sung Ray-Bans on, you know. I'm just like, what the fuck? Swell day, Funny man. That's life ever. of the day, Casey Bowles, man. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, Welcome dude. to my life. <laughs> that, was, that was a fucking, that was something else. Did you ever ride with us when we would go? Yeah, I think you did. When... Back when I was like 18, I just turned 18, and I remember being out of high school, I just graduated, and I was still with my parents at the time, and uh, I was sitting there, and I was like, it's a Thursday night, I feel like going out, what can I do? Call Alex Kinnear, she's going to know. Call her up, AK, what are we doing tonight? She's like, well, there's a Wade Bowen concert at Graham's in, in Longview, boom, I'm, at, I'm next thing I know, I'm in Linden, Texas, and then I'm fucking, we're headed to Graham's. And this is back when I was a little fucking stoner. So I get stoned as shit. I can't, I'm not old enough to drink. So like, boom, we got a DD now. I'm high as shit. And they got me driving down this, down the fucking road. <laughs> hey, 10 and 2, seat screwed all the way up because we had like seven deep in a four door truck. Bitch. Hell yeah, dude. What? The whole way there, Arms I got to drive feel like they're a mile long, but you're like scrunched up on them. Yeah. <laughs> you're going <laughs> like 25. Yeah. Yeah. But I was every time I was a GDs, but I got there, dude. Like we'd have such a good time at the fucking <laughs> concerts, dude. And that was man, that was so fucking fun. That what a great fucking time that was. But I, I just never forget that. And I remember, I remember, I, I call it doing the AK because every time you're in, in front stage, you got your arms up, just jumping up and down, screaming, "Woo!" Just that's doing the AK right there. AK, I'll get wild at a concert. Hell yeah, she will. That's like AK's real chill. 
she's smart ass, but she's real chill. Then you take her to a concert. Different person. All changes. She don't ever stop moving. She's jumping, jumping around, just acting all kinds of crazy. I've had things with her to like crazy shit. <laughs> I either get really fucked up and like really into the concert, or I don't remember. I couldn't told you who played, and I'm sitting there talking everybody's ear off. Sitting there just fucking got you know just oh yeah in their face. oh yeah definitely. you won't never hear me tell you many stories about my time between out the time I was like eighteen or nineteen and I was twenty one yeah. back my bad days but one time I got so fucked up on K two me and my friend did we went to a Jason Bowling concert and we were high and we were drunk and that shit will get you like real real high you know like I haven't done that shit in like five six years yeah but uh. We were at this concert. We didn't think it was really Jason Bowling up there. We thought it was like a body double. Like it didn't look like him. <laughs> this day, I'm telling you, it was not fucking Jason Bowling. But I know it was just because we were so high. But we were in Longview at Grand's, and we walked in, and like these lights are like, like you never know what you were gonna get with that K2. Like you never knew what they were gonna make it with. So we bought it, and like I'm, on, we're going up there, and like I'm fucked. Up. I forgot my belt. I I wore my shirt tucked in all night with no belt on. Because I didn't know I didn't have a belt. <laughs> like, I was that fucked up. And uh, I, I stood there, man. I'm telling you about half of that concert. I was like, man, that's not Jason Bowling. <laughs> and then they started thinking that, too. And I'm telling you, man, it didn't look like Jason Bowling. Me and Matt got so fucked on, up on Xanax one time. Got lost in tamales. <laughs> Listen. It had to be two weeks later. I was I, I was sitting there thinking. I was sitting there thinking. I said, Did "We, I just, I just went to Tamales." And I said, I, I, "I wouldn't have gone with anybody but Matt." So I called Matt and I'm like, "Dude." Did we go to fucking Tamales? He was like, "Yeah." Like he's like, well, two Saturdays ago." I was like, "Was it just me and you?" He was like, "Yeah." I said, "How did we get there?" He said, "You drove." <laughs> And I started thinking, I said, I had to drive, I, said, I had to drive through. I said, motherfucker, we got lost. He was like, yeah, we sitting in the side room. And he's like, we got up and walked around. It all started coming back. We were walking around. Finally, we looked at a menu and read it. We had a map on it. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch had a fire escape plan on the fucking back of the menu. I, I don't I don't ever tell stories about that. I never want to shit. But that was one of the things I got seriously that think this Jason Bowen had a body double, but I know it was just like I said. I know it's because I was that high. And then one time I was on my way back from Odessa. Ricky, we and Ricky had quit doing it. Okay, it's like the first time we ever quit. So we did it for like two years straight, pretty much. And I, we fucked up a lot of shit in two years. And uh, we were on our way back from Odessa, and we'd been working like we hadn't been doing nothing bad. We'd been fucking up drinking. We'd been having like some huge bar tabs. We're on our way back. And I'm like, man, let's stop on our way back and get some smoke. And he was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was probably already going to stop. I got a fifth wheel. I drive all the way from West Texas, all right, get there. And I pull the fifth wheel up in the drive through beer store, hop out, get the dope from there. They went down for it. That's the only reason I can say that. They went down for it. That place is closed down now because they were selling it. Like, they got raided by, like, the FBI and shit. Oh, yeah, like, they went to prison, prison. Too. Yeah, it's the same people. Except they, they also had a beer store. Yeah. <laughs> that was sorry. But anyways, um, we we uh, I get it, and Ricky calls me. Ricky's like an hour ahead of me, probably. Like, no, I'm pulling the fifth one. I ain't going to make Ricky wait on me. I made Matt wait on me whenever I was in fourth year. I kept making him stop and take naps. But I, I wasn't going to make Ricky. And uh, he calls me. He's like, don't smoke it, man. I'm freaking out right now. And we didn't, we'd never freaked out. Like We'd always had pretty decent experiences as far as like not doing that. Well, I, I was like, oh, I ain't going to do it. So I get it, and I, I, I make it like 10 miles up the road. And I'm like, I'm fucking doing this shit. So I fucking smoke some of it. And, dude, whenever I'm telling you I couldn't go over like 50 miles an hour, my arms are like stretched out. And like I'm, I feel like I'm going like a million miles per hour, man. I get home finally. Like, it, fe- it felt like 10 hours. I'm telling you, the trip from Odessa to Avenger wasn't as bad as the trip from Avenger to Linden. <laughs> That's 15 miles, buddy, versus a 10-hour trip. I swear to God, man, I watched Stripes with Bill Murray in it. I got home, and I thought that movie was a masterpiece. <laughs> like... It kind of is. Dude, it, that, the ending was stolen. I couldn't, I watched it a second time, man, and it just, it was good, but it wasn't that great. The ending where they had, the, like, the, the, the van with the missiles and stuff was too much for me. But I was so fucked up, dude. I kept smoking it, you know, so I'm like, fucked up, man. I hadn't smoked, I hadn't even been stoned on anything. 
All I had done was drink for like three or four months straight, and then all of a sudden I pretty much smoked like what's equivalent to heroin. (laughs) And I keep doing it. This movie lasted so long, dude. Like I knew Bill Murray by the end of it. Because I had read, I I distinctly remember reading, when I found it on Netflix, I read up on the movie real quick on my IMDb. And like the first thing I seen on the trivia, which is that tells you about it, it said Bill Murray threw the, stri- threw, threw the script away, told the director the, the script sucked, and he was going to ad-lib the whole thing. He didn't read not one line for that movie. <laughs> Everything he said was him being a smart now I got to go home and watch Strops. Yeah. You need to. I like some Bill Murray Don't movies. do drugs and watch it, though. You need to watch it. Just. What movie was Bill Murray in that it was just, he was just a smart-ass the whole time? He won't... Zombieland. Every movie? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, they got shot in Zombieland. No, it wasn't Zombieland. This is an older movie. Caddyshack? Fuck. Yes. Caddyshack. With the mole? Yeah. We're talking about two of my dad's favorite movies. The Groundhog. Right I watched Caddyshack when I was like three years old. It seemed like. Yeah, I watched Caddyshack at a young age. That's probably what movie too. They said that was like a coke I used to watch set. Porky's, man. Yeah, I did too, dude. Oh Porky's my gosh, I forgot about Porky's. I used to have Porky's. it on Porky's DVD. Porky's Porky's too, man. I used to have it on DVD. They were equally good. Has anybody seen Mike Hawk? We're looking for Mike Hawk. <laughs> I had it on tape. I distinctly remember we had we had Porky's one and two on tape, and then I could go to my cousin Jared's house and we could watch Titanic and like the sex scene in it and stuff. Like you know, our parents would let us watch it. We go to Jared's house, we could watch it. So was, they had all kind of cool movies. I was three years old. I was been spending a lot of time with my dad. He'd been babysitting me like on his four days off. I pull up. I'm in a. I'm in my car with my mom. I'm in the back seat. Pull up to a pharmacy drive through. She gets a prescription, and I look at the lady through the window and start rubbing my nipples. I said, we are sexy bitches. Why would you do that? I was three. I'd seen it in the movie. It was, <laughs> I was, we, my dad had been showing me Austin Powers. Oh, man. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah. Okay, my bad. So I thought you were like a child, like, no, sex predator. No, it was off of Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, I was confused there for a second. I was like, man, my I was bad. just like a serial flasher as a little kid. <laughs> My dad, I remember riding around with him when I was younger because I used to meet my dad. I mean, when I when I was on the weekends, I'd be either grounded from fucking up because I would literally get ungrounded on a Friday night and by fucking Saturday at noon, I was already grounded again because I'd been fucked up somehow Friday night. Went out and got drunk. I mean, something. And I was that person that always fucking got caught in high school. Didn't nobody else get caught in high school? <laughs> my ass is getting caught in high school. You know what I mean? That's how I was. I couldn't do bad shit whenever I was young. I still to this day really can't do bad shit. I'll always get caught. Well, I see. I guess I never learned my lesson because I'd always be like, no, fuck it. I'm going to go drink. They're not going to know. You know, they fucking knew. Every fucking time. They didn't never, they never knew about me smoking pot. But me fucking drinking immediately got caught. Some One of my friends would take a picture, thought it would be funny to put it on some kind of social fucking my media. Space. Just something stupid, and I'd be like, what in the fuck? You knew better when you fucking did it. Jesus, I just got ungrounded. Nope, ground again. So me and my dad used to always hang out when I was a kid, and I'd fucking, he'd, we'd, on Saturdays, we'd get off work at noon, and I'd ride with him to the beer store. Religiously, this happened. And at the time, my dad had a 19, like, 92 Eagle Summit, which is equivalent to, like, a Honda hatchback that he used just to drive around town, fuel-efficient car. (laughs) Yeah. I can fix your time driving that. Yeah, seriously. Family in the car and everything. Didn't give a shit. My dad's one of those people, like, he's humble. He's like, fuck it, I don't care. He, you know, and he had a nice truck at the time, yeah, but he just, just thought it was funny and feel efficient to have to just drive that car around. So, anyways, we're riding down state line. This homeless, like, like ma'am. This homeless, my dad's got the windows down. This car ain't got no AC. And this this fucking white, white guy or uh, homeless guy standing at the fucking intersection. He's like, hey, man, you ain't changed. And dad was like, Motherfucker, I'm so broke, I need you to give me money right now. And that dude, I think, reached in his cup and gave my dad a dollar or something. I shit you not. I think that happened. I may be making that part up, but I'm pretty sure I remember that happening. So, anyways, we leave there, and we go to the beer store because dad was just bullshitting with the guy. And we pull up, and the sign says, dang, you're not working. Yell for somebody to come. So, dad pulls up to the window, and he's already been drinking, his tall boy or two, and he's like, who the fuck's Dinger and why ain't they working? <laughs> I remember thinking that was the funniest shit I had ever heard in my whole fucking life. Like, I just died laughing. And the woman at the door, window found it, fun, it just as funny. And dad just sits there, still faced, just like, just like, almost like he didn't, th- he didn't say it as a joke. But after everybody started laughing, I think he was just like, no, I was just joking. 
you know. Might not have been joking. Yeah, might yeah, not have been joking. <laughs> Who's Dinger? Why the fuck ain't they working? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Women's clothes messed around with gender roles.